<laughs> I'm on Roger Ebert and and uh oh yeah guy commented on his review. Two stars. This film was complete trash, one star in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, this film is from two thousand two or two thousand three. Why are you no, commenting is- four months ago? Yeah, Roger Ebert's dead. He's, He's been dead. dead for like half a decade now. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, I'll show him. Um, uh, <laughs> Roger Ebert's too afraid to respond to my negative comment. Score one for the commenter. Kellen Kermins. And I'm Moises Camacho. And this is Inter Sandman, the show where we, every week, watch one movie in the Adam Sandler filmography and discuss what it says about his career, him as a person, and his place in the larger pop culture. This week, we are talking about the holiday classic. <laughs> According to Entertainment Weekly. Um, the animated holiday classic eight crazy nights now moises i can't say for sure if there were eight nights in this film but would you say they were crazy yes or no they were wacky and wild and definitely crazy (laughs) well uh the original title for this movie was i believe uh, the original title for this movie was Davy and Whitey. Was it the same plot? No, yeah, it was like, that was just what it was called, like when it was written. Adam and Adam. Adam and Adam. Yeah, Adam Sandler doing a sort of uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and enemy approach to this one, playing uh, two characters. And he played result- multiple. I think he played like four. Oh, who else was he? I, I don't remember in the credits, but he's like four different characters. The narrator kind of sounds like him. Oh, my God. What? He also plays Eleanor? Oh, he plays yeah. Whitey's yeah, sister? Yeah, That's him? That. Yeah. I, wow. That's well, crazy. He plays three. That's, he plays three people. You know, that's actually impressive. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Okay. There was a big daddy reunion on this. Yeah, Dylan and Cole Sprouse. Sprouse. Oh my. Okay, we're jumping ahead. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's like literally the end of the movie. We'll get yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Wikipedia describes this. <laughs> okay. The first thing I wanted to talk about with Eight Crazy Nights, and for some reason I think this is hysterical, <laughs> is this movie is listed. It says it on the poster. And on, I rented this on Amazon. And when you like pause it on Amazon, you know, the title comes up at the top of the screen. This movie is also known and maybe officially titled Adam Sandler's A Crazy Nights. Make of that what you will. 
Oh my God, Adam. I'm not sure if you want to show this off. <laughs> it's, 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 it was for the marketing, I guess. It, like what it reminds me of is like in like the 50s and 60s, like every Disney cartoon would be like Walt Disney proudly presents and he would like come out and do an intro to each of them. Yeah. Oh, that's what this movie was missing. I would have given it three stars if Adam Sandler had an intro in the beginning. Yeah, like him like in a chair reading. Oh, <laughs> that's definitely what it is. Anyway, a, uh, Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights is described on Wikipedia as a 2002 American adult animated musical comedy drama Christmas and Hanukkah film. <laughs> it's a kid's movie. What do you mean? It's PG-13. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... And I want to just right off the bat, I wanted to see what you thought because it's listed as a Christmas and Hanukkah movie, but the Christmas stuff feels like an afterthought. Yeah, it's like a. It would not seem like. Anyway, yeah, kind of just put it in there, I guess. I wouldn't be surprised if the studio told him like, "You got to make it at least a little Christmas." Yeah, exactly. Because which you know. sucks, which sucks because. <laughs> You know, other holidays have yet to be infected by the commercial nature of Christmas. So for now, Christmas is the most marketable. None of us are Jewish. We should make a Hanukkah movie still. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is a minority territory. (laughs) So we could prove that it's commercially viable. Yeah, see, we can exploit it for money. (laughs) There's there's something here. What other belief systems and celebrate holy days can we uh, exploit for money? I've got a killer idea for um, a fucking like, stop motion Ramadan ABC <laughs> People are going to love it, okay? Oh, man. Oh, man. I don't know. It's weird that, that there is those like Christmassy parts in it that feel, I guess, not out of place, but some of them do make good jokes. Like uh, at the end of the movie when the mayor says Merry Christmas and everyone cheers and then he says Happy Hanukkah and it's only like a small little table. There's like two people. Yeah. yeah. So like the, <laughs> there, there are certain parts where it helps the movie because mm-hmm. it helps with some good writing. Like that was a moment I chuckled. Mm-hmm. But uh, it could yeah. also be that Go ahead. so much like uh, so much of like that wintertime aesthetic has been hijacked by christmas you know imagery yeah even though like you know they're literally happening at the same time you know this this is what it looks like when it's hanukkah you know it doesn't just yeah. know during christmas yeah because and then there's even like the deer and stuff so like mm-hmm. that makes you just the christmasy vibe is still there but the thing is like most of the characters are jewish right like davy is uh the love interest is whitey is Whitey, I think, celebrates Christmas because he decorates his house with Christmas. Oh, okay. Um, Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. Um, original title was Whitey and Davy. My bad. I said Davy and Whitey. It was actually Whitey and Davy, but it was changed because it sounded politically incorrect. I guess it wasn't <laughs> changed because it's a shit title. I mean, <laughs> you could just admit it wasn't a good title. Oh, Imagine it was right. named Adam and Sa- Adam Sandler's. Whitey and Davy. 
Okay, I, I actually Adam get Sandler's it. Davy in like big bold like Logan font. <laughs> um some other background. The only other bit to talk about that I found is that um uh Sony, you know, who's the sort of owner, I guess. Anyway, Sony, who was like working with Happy Madison to distribute movies, uh, Sandler's movies, uh, did not want to do an animated movie because of the expenses and risks. But um, Adam Sandler made a personal pitch to uh, the then Columbia chief, Amy Pascal, and that was enough to get the green light. It's Adam Sandler charm. And Amy Pascal. And everyone else at Sony is like infamous for making really bad Hollywood decisions. <laughs> what else? Did you, what else did she do? Oh well, there, there's just so much. Like, there was a couple years ago. I can't remember why, but like Sony got hacked, and like every single email that was sent through Sony was like released. And you can go through like her emails, like on like the making of movies. And like you can like and <laughs> it's just like bizarrely bad decisions. Like they want there was um when they were rebooting Spider-Man, they thought about making him like an EDM kid. Cause they're like, that's <laughs> hip, right? <laughs> uh, my favorite one. <laughs> this is so off to- off topic, but um also like something that came to light. <laughs> it's an email I think about quite a bit. <laughs> okay uh speaking of the sony email leak there was this email it, one of the things like a whole lot of projects that got canceled or were still in the works like this is how people found out they were making an animated spider-man movie you know anyway one of the things that came to light with the sony uh leak was that they were wanting they were planning on doing a 21 jump street men in black crossover yeah i remember that with channing tatum and jonah hill and I'm I'm very sad that got canceled because that would have been probably much better than. He believed there was a new Men in Black movie like less than a year ago. Yeah, what well, that's was, Men in Black International, right? Yeah, Chris Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson. I guess. Uh, Did anybody see that? Is, does I, that movie I, exist? I don't know. I don't. I don't know, dude. That sounds so good though. Men in Black and Twenty One Jump Street. Anyway, Jonah Hill <laughs> in an all lowercase email simply uh, emailed Amy Pascal and said in all lowercase, Jump Street merging with MIB. I think that's clean and rad and powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jonah Hill. <laughs> oh my God. I think oh about God. that. That's like, I think about that piece of correspondence every now and then that's <laughs> just fucking hilarious because <laughs> oh, you know what that idea is p- pretty clean pretty clean pretty it's rad. also rad yeah. and dare i say it it's powerful <laughs> <laughs> i want to see will smith on the same screen as jonah hill now damn i can't believe they <laughs> fucked that up because that's like a really good that's a powerful duo right there like after thor ragnarok exactly like, oh man that new Men in Black's gonna fucking slap. I wanna, I wanna watch that movie now. I have a feeling like if you put it in, like if you bought Men in Black International on Blu-ray, put it into your PS4, or whatever, 
like the trailers would play, you'd hit start, and then a screen would come up and say, you got us, okay, it's not a real movie. You, you, okay, <laughs> we, we admit it, it's made up. It said a 23% Arrotten Tomatoes. Oh yeah, I heard it was terrible. Oh, it's on Hulu, I'm gonna watch it. It's on Hulu? Oh boy. I like Tessa Thompson enough to want to watch this movie. <laughs> okay, we talked enough about Men in Black. Eight Crazy Nights. Yes. Another. Have you seen this movie ever? Yes, I'm pretty sure I had seen it on like HBO or something mm-hmm. as right. a kid. I like I remember seeing this as a kid and I was like, hey, this is kind of cool. And I didn't know like what it was. I just thought it looked cool. I have memories of seeing this on we're on the we could call this phase of uh Adam's career the like cable TV phase. Like these mm-hmm. are movies that'll pop up on like TNT at three o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. And you're like, oh, I'll put it on while I do laundry. Yeah. Eight crazy nights. Should we just, just for, should we just go do the plot so we can put ourselves on track? Yeah. Okay. Oh, to answer my question, I've never, I, I have vague memories of watching this movie, but I think it might've been at like a cousin's house. Okay. You know? Which is, cousin's houses are like, the ultimate places for watching movies you're not really supposed to, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> this movie has an animation style like um, Iron Giant. That's it's funny you say that because oh. an, a, another bit of uh, background I forgot about this movie <laughs> is that the animation staff for Eight Crazy Nights was made up mostly of people who were laid off from Warner Brothers who worked on the Iron Giant. Which, that's why that's why I watched this because I was like, "Hey, this looks like Iron Giant. It's probably like the same director or something." Mm. <laughs> Can you imagine going from like working on the Iron Giant to animating deer eating shit and like rolling around in it, smiling and showing shit in their uh, teeth? Yeah. All plot. right. Yeah. Plot. Okay. Plot. <laughs> okay. So, a crazy night takes place in fictional town in i think new hampshire and adam sandler voices davy stone who's this like 30 year old jewish alcoholic troublemaker which is what wikipedia says not me and the movie starts with him dining and dashing right yeah uh we have to talk about the rob schneider in the room do you know which character he plays in this movie Oh, fuck. I know it. I was reading the credits. You're going to be horrified. <laughs> Please don't tell me it's the wait- waiter. Please don't Oh, tell it me. is the Chinese waiter. Oh, my God, Rob Schneider. And it is like the most... It's just straight up offensive. It's terrible. <laughs> it's, not, it's not funny. And it's like we said last week, like, you know, Sandler claims that Rob Schneider is his best friend. But you wouldn't think that when you see the shit <laughs> Rob Schneider has to do in his movies. I thought you were better than this, Robbie. Well, okay, hang on. This, it's not. It's not. Let's not pass all the blame on him. <laughs> but yeah, there's really no defending it, so we won't. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, he dines and dashes, and we get this like chase scene of him going through a town evading the cops yada yada yeah another thing to bring up 
mentioned earlier is that this movie is a musical music i i believe written by oh shit i just assumed the music was by adam sandler it's not that's why they don't hit <laughs> it's that it, that's weird i would have oh man I, I was kind of impressed that he like teddy castellucci Oh, we talked about him last week. Yeah, Teddy Castellucci does all the music. He should have just ghostwritten him for Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler took the credit. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, this movie's a musical. Oh. Anything jump up to, out to you in this opening sequence you want to talk about? Like, um, He was drunk. Then he somehow freaking... <laughs> <laughs> he somehow rode I don't know what would you call it sled did surfed a trash can lid for miles through the yeah. town what the hell Adam Sandler you know drunk logic <laughs> it's the main thing I wanted to talk about this movie that like I told you had a lot to say about is the animation I think it's good yeah I like it a lot yeah. I'm not sure if it's good what I find so strange about it is like how lifelike the like movement and animation is Mm -hmm. like it feels like almost um, like some of the scenes feel like you know like rotoscoped almost it especially stands out to me in the basketball scenes when he's playing Mm -hmm. basketball yeah it looks like that that's I like this animation. This style of animation is really cool to me. Yeah, I mean, it, they did Iron Giant. They're very talented. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I yeah, feel yeah, like there's right. a real um, clash between, like, you know, you have him doing these really cartoony shenanigans. Like, he's drunk, like you said, and he's, like, you know, like, sledding through a town, doing, like, kickflips and shit, like, evading police. But it's still, like... You know, the animation feels so realistic and grounded, you know, that it's not like, you know, it's not like Looney Tunes or anything. Man, I, that completely threw me off. I did not know that Sandler didn't write the music for this. <laughs> I just assumed he did. Yeah, I think we all assumed that. I certainly assumed it straight away. Like, oh, Adam, this is Adam Sandler's. I know. I'm showing off. Who else? Who is, who is this? Ray Ellis. Who the fuck are you? Uh, I think the first songs, I think the music in the movie is like overall mostly okay. Yeah, there's only, there's only like two songs that I enjoyed. And there's one that I sing in my head now. Like I've seen, sung it in my head like the oh, past hour. Yeah, it's, I know well, we're going to get to that when we get to that, but I know oh, exactly which one you're talking about. It better be the right one because if it's not. You're okay. done. You're off the show. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> oh, actually, I know. I just um, um, I didn't write down a whole lot for this opening sequence, which is strange because a lot happens in it. But in the song, there's a lot a rhyme between trees and lockies. I thought that was good. <laughs> I I mean, you should have seen the way you just moved your body right now. <laughs> I thought that was good. You look like an emoji. Davy uh, gets arrested, and he gets like sent to jail. 
Yeah, he's like, yo, you're going to go to court tomorrow. And he goes to court. And the judge is like, <laughs> yes, that's what the police tell you when you get arrested. They and, say, hey, and, you're going to go to court tomorrow, buddy. <laughs> oh, wait. We failed to mention that when he's sledding through town, he destroys like the the uh they have these like huge like monolith ice sculptures yeah of um, a christmas tree and a menorah of equal size right next to each other of equal importance yeah he destroys both of them he doesn't care um court the next day the judge is you know saying i'm tired of you you know you, you come to my court every week or whatever and he's ready to sentence him a big sentence until Whitey pops Whitey. out of the crowd. This short, weird-looking man with a funny voice that you could clearly tell is Adam Sadler. Um, and, you know, I don't know if this is a hot take. It's a very annoying voice. It's annoying. <laughs> it's annoying. And apparently uh, it's pitched down. Because the original test screenings for this movie pretty much unanimously unanimously hated Whitey's voice. Because it was crap. much higher than what it is now. Uh, Whitey intervenes and like offers that you can tell that this is like Adam Sandler's like utopia. Because like <laughs> first of all, like Hanukkah is given the same level of importance in this town as Christmas. Yeah. Which like you Even know, though like, at the town hall, there's only like two people who are yeah, is like celebrating it, and like basketball is treated with this almost godlike reverence in this town. Like the judge of this trial constantly mentions how Davy used to be a really good youth basketball player, not like high school or college basketball, like yeah. little league baseball. Ed, the only place to go in the town is either the Chinese restaurant or the mall. So this is an Adam Sandler utopia. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't complain. Yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Um, Whitey steps in, offers to take Davey like under his wing uh, and help him do community service to sort of make up for his uh, sentence. And the sort of uh, the main rule is that if Davy does another crime before his sentence is completed, he's going to serve ten years in prison. Harsh and question mark. What harsh oh, question mark? Ah, uh, probably. <laughs> what what else do you think he did? He was like shitting on playgrounds or like uh <laughs> shitting. On. Uh, so he probably has a marijuana charge. <laughs> he got one too many marijuana charges. He's like ten years. Yeah, I mean he's a white guy, so it's only like he's he's a white guy, so it's like four years for the marijuana, six years for everything else. Oh, okay, six years for the shooting in parks. Yeah. All right. Wait, I uh, think something we also need to establish uh-huh. is Davy is a complete asshole. Like, oh, that's exactly you don't what I was like about to him. Say. You don't like him. Completely irredeemable. Yeah. There's nothing in the first half of this movie to indicate that this guy has any hope. Yeah, I wrote down like four times, Davey is just straight up unlikable, <laughs> which is like, which is okay. 
but you have to like in a movie like this you know a kind of uh redemption movie about a scrooge at christmas time there has to be like at least part of us that wants to see him turn it around yeah he's Uh, a fucking dick yeah he just sucks like and it's not even like he's like a dick in a kind of fun way you know he's a scrooge he makes like a fat kid cry at a basketball game and Uh, like when he gets (laughs) called out on it he doubles down on it yeah he, has, he just he, has, he says, "I just like seeing you cry." That's what he says to this like eleven-year-old fat kid. <laughs> and like Whitey, this old like four-foot-tall man starts having a seizure. The weirdest thing in the movie. It's which so is weird. It, I mean, on this <laughs> <laughs> Adam Sandler's just like seizures. That's funny, right? Yeah, the movies t- treat that the movie treats that a little more lightly than it probably should, but whatever. <laughs> we could sum up the first like half of this movie pretty much by just saying that Davy is like such an unlikable piece of shit. I mean, uh, why is such an annoying voiced oh, nice yeah. man? Yeah. He's a very nice man. I got a bone to pick the, with Whitey. I got a bone to oh, pick with him. Oh, we'll get there. Oh. We'll get there. Okay. Okay. But um, first things they have the bath. Um, Whitey is like uh, he's like seventy years old, and he's still volunteering for this youth basketball league as a referee. This is uh, where, as mentioned earlier, uh, Davy makes fun of a fat kid, uh, refuses to back down from it, and shows no remorse. <laughs> this movie has a weird tone because it's like Adam Sandler is obviously trying to make an adult comedy. Mm-hmm. animated movie but you're like I don't know why you think this is like this isn't even that crude this is kind of just childish Yeah, and also there's this tone of like every joke goes on for too long and then there's just really awkward pauses after so many jokes yeah I think the big yeah I think the biggest reason for that is that this is an entirely different medium than what he's used to making, you know? Like, animation has, like, its own specific, like, rhythm to jokes and timing that, you know, normal Sandler comedy doesn't really translate super well for the most part. It's just, I think it's also weird because we don't, we just finished seeing Adam Sandler as a nice guy in the last movie. Mm -hmm. And now we see him as a complete asshole yeah, like not zero likability. He's not like a guy who can't control his rage or anything. No, he's just an asshole. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird feeling. It's really hard to like, because mm-hmm. you know Adam Sandler's voice. Who doesn't know Adam Sandler's yeah. voice? And it looks like Adam Sandler. And it looks it, like it him, except looks he like has that. abs. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, they go to the well because I want to get to that scene. Um, after the basketball game to help uh, Davy cool down, uh, Whitey takes him to the mall. Yeah, where I like that joke because like there's a lot of old people at the mall, but there is. Yeah, I, I like that joke. That Have you been joke. to a mall in the past like year or so? Yeah, it's super depressing. There's just it, malls it, make me so sad for some I reason. I feel terrible when I'm walking in the mall, like. Yeah, it feels weird nowadays. It feels like you you see everybody at their lowest, you know. <laughs> that's that's just the kind of vibe a mall gives. Uh, and um, 
Whitey just names a bunch of brands that give him comfort. I and like that. I liked it. You like you always like the product placement. <laughs> I really I love product placement in Adam's movies. Which is, I just I find them funny. They're, it is, but the, the thing is, I I find this the most confusing thing about this is that none of the brands gave them permission. Yeah. So it's not product placement. They're just naming exactly. brands. They're getting the way, no money from this. I think the reason why I liked it is because something I oddly find satisfying in movies, like animated movies particularly, is when you see like, you know, a real life product. So if oh yeah, there's like an iPhone in a fucking Disney movie, I'm like, yo, that looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> I never imagined that I'd be satisfied by seeing Foot Locker animated, but I was very, very satisfied. Uh-huh. <laughs> and... While they're at the mall, we meet Jennifer, who is voiced by the one and only Jackie Sandler. Yes. And she is okay. <laughs> Agreed. She is fine. Yes. The, the only thing I really wanted to talk about with this scene is they like, he checks out her ass. Uh-huh. It is something like, I don't know, unintentionally funny about a cartoon character checking out another cartoon character's ass. I was, I was, I was going to bring this point up too. It's so, it's just, it's funny and oddly satisfying. Oddly oh. satisfying seeing a cartoon character act like a man. <laughs> like, and Jeez, boys, calm down, son. It's shut up, shut drawing. up. <laughs> and then you got Whitey. He makes the moment even better. It's, and I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> it's not even like a well-drawn ass. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just like. We're two. not talking about like Mrs. Incredible here or anything. <laughs> Calm down, Kellen. Calm down. <laughs> it's only a computer rendering. Wait, uh, what even happens? Uh, they just, oh, um. Oh, the, the oh yeah, they get introduced to Jennifer, right? That's her name. No, no, yeah, that's just what I'm talking about. The mall, they meet Jennifer. Yeah, and and yeah. oh, it's um revealed that uh, Davy and Jennifer knew each other 20 years ago, but there was something that drove them apart and turned uh, Davy into who he is today. Yeah, D- talking about what I think the like most critical problem with this movie is. Is like this is the Wikipedia description. As time progresses, Davy and Whitey's relationship becomes more strained. Like it gets worse. They don't like, <laughs> like with any other movie with a similar premise like this, what you would do, like what it feels like that what you would do is like at first they really don't get along. They have like a disastrous first outing, but then they find some common ground and they slowly but surely like build a relationship. Yeah. But they just, like, like, and it's not even like, uh, you know, they can't stand each other kind of thing. Like, Whitey tries to help him, and Davey just fucking humiliates him. Yeah, and then it's like, it gets worse and worse and worse, and then one two-minute song makes it all better for about, like, three minutes, and then it gets worse again. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I do, when, when, Isn't there a part, no, there's a scene where they go to the gym and Davy and Whitey get into this two-on-two basketball game with these, like, fucking assholes, you know? Mm-hmm. 
And Whitey has a seizure or whatever, or gets the shit rock, so he's unconscious. And uh, Jennifer's son, Benjamin, plays basketball with Davey. And it's like, it, it would be a nice bonding moment if they weren't both shirtless, you know? <laughs> like, this is one of the few things this movie can get away with that they could not in live action. Like, in live action, you couldn't get away with shirtless Adam Sandler encouraging a shirtless 10-year-old boy. Kellen, you always make the good scenes bad. <laughs> but um, this scene is also plays into Adam Sandler's power fantasy because when his character takes his shirt off, he's uh, fucking ripped. And also <laughs> super good at basketball. Well, he is good at basketball in real life. Like Harlem, he is very good at basketball. <laughs> Apparently he plays dirty. I do not want to get into a one-on-one with Adam. I do. That's all I want. <laughs> Jeez, I haven't played basketball in like years. Yeah, he did be really bad, actually. Um, Jennifer finds him playing basketball together and gets mad for some reason. I can't remember. Um, she She's happy at first because she sees her son is bonding with a man. Mm-hmm. But then she walks in as soon as uh, Davey tells her son to say, like, suck on these biatch or some shit. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's and then she's like, ah, what are you doing? And she goes from happy for her son and proud of her son to disappointed mother in like five seconds. Yeah. I mean, she's justified, but. Yeah, she's justified. This is kind of like Vicky Valancourt in Waterboy, who where it's like a, a Sandler love interest. It's barely in the movie. But they go like, oh, no, they've known each other since childhood. So, that you know, they already know each other. <laughs> Yeah. We don't have to really do anything. We don't have to establish it. How do you not understand this? No, yeah, they just like each other. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, right? Make your own movie. There was some song earlier, I cannot remember where, where Whitey sings about getting this. Oh, Whitey's whole thing is that every year their town does this like person of the year kind of thing. Town member of the year. And it's like this star patch you get. And it's the 35th anniversary. And Whitey has wanted one since, like, the first one. And he thinks this is going to be the year. And he has a song about it, I think. It's, like, it's like a minute long. Yeah. But um, the next song, I actually kind of liked um, Davey and Jennifer kind of sing separately. Yeah, I liked it, too. That's mm-hmm. a good sequence. Uh, Adam Sandler has a nice voice that is not Jackie Sandler singing. <laughs> Gosh darn it. <laughs> um, and Davy's trailer has burned down or something. The, f- <laughs> the people, the guy he beat in a basketball match sets his trailer on fire, which is, you know, Davy's a bit of a criminal, but why isn't this guy being arrested for arson? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, Wait, was that this scene? Yeah, that's the scene. Yeah, it was. It was. It's far. It's. I'm sorry, we forgot another part, but it's cool. Um, uh, yeah, that's the scene. You're right. And um, Whitey is like, of course, the nice man that he is automatically says, "Come live with us." And he yeah. and Davey's like, "Fuck you, bitch." Okay, I will. <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, uh, like again no progress in fact he's like gotten worse up until this point uh he comes and lives with whitey and his sister eleanor all three voiced by adam sandler and they sing the song the song they have a technical foul 
Yes. Oh, that's the song that's stuck in that's your head? That's the song that's stuck in my fucking head. <laughs> that's a fair answer. That's uh, not that's yeah. not mine, but I this one was okay. I'm a sucker for like in musicals when three people are like singing different things at the same time, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, and they did it. Yeah. And it's I don't know if it's more or less impressive that all three of those voices are Adam Sandler. <laughs> I like it. It's a good song. <laughs> and oh yeah, this song somehow resolves all of Whitey and Davey's problems. They become Yeah, friends. there's like a montage of them like kind of learning to live together. And then it's completely gone. <laughs> the next scene is this is the bone I have to pick. Why so the next scene what happens is Davy, Whitey, and Eleanor are go ice skating and they're like at a table and like Jennifer is also there with her son ice skating. And they're just talking, like shooting the shit, getting to know each other. And Whitey, for really no reason, like Eleanor says, why didn't you ever date Jennifer, Davy? And Whitey, for no reason, brings up the story <laughs> of how Davy and Jennifer played on the same basketball team. And on this one night, after he scored a game-winning shot, a cop informed him that his parents couldn't make it to the game because they died in a car accident on the way to see him play and how it whitey describes like in his dumb fucking voice <laughs> i wrote it down this was the hardest i laughed in the whole movie um <laughs> whitey says like tragically they swerved into oncoming traffic <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's <laughs> I just, I want like Adam Sandler as Whitey to describe like the most, the saddest moments in film history. Oh, Tragically, fuck. John Coffey had to be electrocuted while Tom Hanks watched. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have to watch that movie this week for a class, actually. Green Mile? Yeah. I'm oh, sure spoiler. I Sorry. I, I've, tr- I've had that sp- movie spoiled for oh, me. Oh, it's impossible. It's yeah. like, yeah. I mean, and like, I mean, if somebody and then anyway, the rest of the scene is Davy storms off, yells at Whitey, and Jennifer berates him for yelling at Whitey, and Davy's like, "Fuck you, whatever," and leaves. Yeah. Here's the thing. Besides, like how mean maybe he gets to Eleanor, he is completely fucking justified here. We've been talking about how he's such an unlikable. This is the first time I was completely behind him because if I've been through that and some like four foot tall fucking 70 year old weirdo just in detail with a sort of sing songy voice described to me the worst day of my life. I would get mad. And he later become the town drunk. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're right. He He shut off emotionally. (laughs) He became a depressed asshole. Yeah, he... Uh, Fuck. You're right. I, at first, I didn't see it that way. I was like, come on, calm down, calm down. But no, you're right. You're definitely right. He was a fucking dick. Like, he, he even says it. He's like, why are you talking about this right now? Like, he tries like, to set him don't, up. I don't want to hear about this. I know yeah. what happened. This is something you should tell your sister when I'm gone, when I'm not here. Like, and she asks, hey, what's up with Davey? Then you say, oh, don't bring it up, but this happened. 
it's anyway like it's very sweaty writing you know like oh we gotta get them they're friendly but now they're mad and um and next comes probably my favorite sequence of the movie actually yeah like he gets drunk again and he goes to a mall and he and he's just ranting at i don't know god (laughs) is he yelling at god and about whitey and like i wrote down there's like some pretty good like electric guitar just shredding when he arrives at the mall yeah 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 i noticed that too I was like, oh, there's Adam Sandler's taste right there. Yeah. (laughs) And he hallucinates all of the brands of the mall coming to life. Um, But the brands are, this is where, (laughs) very cameo heavy. Um, Dylan and Cole Sprouse, Tyra Banks, uh, Peter Dante, Kevin Farley, Tom Kenny, Carl Weathers. uh, Chubbs is back. Who does he play? Uh, He's the GMC. Yeah, GMC model. Yeah, okay. Oh, this kind of uh, uh, Chekhov's Hanukkah card that's been present the whole movie is that Davy's parents, before they died, <laughs> I don't know what, uh, I guess, like, the cop pulled it off their, like, mangled bodies at the side of the car wreck to give to their son. It's like Hanukkah card, because, like, they died on the eighth night of Hanukkah. Yeah. And he's just like, been like, no, I can't open it. And he finally opens it, and they're like... Hey, love you. Here's, oh, I actually laughed. <laughs> like, as he's about to open the card, like one of the brands, it's like a radio. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I know something. Give him a card. Funny. And the radio goes, uh, take the card, might have money in it, over. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, 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 I laughed at that too. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's enough to make Davey kind of face the his parents' death. Which and cry as he's surrounded by the like hallucinations of like corporate America. Yeah, <laughs> and then two cops show up to arrest him because he broke in it. And he does a super mall. cool Jason Bourne <laughs> disarm. They they need to do that in a movie. Like the way how he did it is like he put him in position and shit. Yeah, they need to do that in Mission Impossible. They, Ethan Hunt. Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up. I get why it's a thing with all these movies, you know, because, you know, Christmas Carol kind of started it. But why is it that every time there's a character who, like, hates Christmas or hates Hanukkah, it's because they had a tragedy happen to them during Christmas or Hanukkah? Like, I feel like if both of my parents died in a car accident in, like, July, I'd still pretty be pretty bummed out at Christmas, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't... I, I yeah, Like, yeah, I'm still sad. Or like, why can't I just be like, I'm an adult. I, it's depressing. I, you know, I've had a rough year. Okay, like that's why I'm a Scrooge. Jesus. Well, like, I guess they're trying. I just, I want like there to be a movie like this. We should make a movie like this, where there's like this Scrooge and like you know these like, you know these like Christmas lovers or whatever are trying to get him to open up. Like, why does he hate Christmas? And he's like, I'm an adult. Like, I have to pay taxes. I have to work. It's stressful. I can't. I just can't get in the holiday mood. I'm sorry, Jesus. I was gonna say we should make a a, a Scrooge, but he's a Scrooge about Fourth of July <laughs> because his parents died in a firework accident twenty oh. years ago. And the ending is him listening to "Proud to Be an American," <laughs> or it's him he's and he, and he just has like fireworks strapped to his arms while he's born standing in the USA on like flag. a. 
he's standing on like a fucking monster truck with an eagle on top of it. <laughs> and he's like, this song's actually anti-America. Born <laughs> in the- <laughs> Anyway, um, then we get to, uh, at the same time, uh, he's planning on ditching town, but then he sees it like the uh, sort of town holiday dinner party thing. It's like going on and he like wants to go check in to he wants to apologize to Whitey, but he's also kind of checking in to see if he finally gets that patch he's been wanting. But wait, Kellen, mm-hmm. why? How did he see this? Oh, did the bus break down? Because it- of a Hanukkah miracle. A Hanukkah miracle. <laughs> the bus broke. Da- no, no, no. The bus got sit. No, four flats because of a small pin. Yeah. That made me smile. I'm not that even was the, I, I, Yeah, I'm a sucker for that shit. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. Little... If the music box is open this winter, we got to go see It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, yeah, that shit. You yeah, love you're, that right, shit. you're right. Uh, and at the Hanukkah party, oh, I wrote down, it looks like Whitey's wearing um, the wedding singer tuxedo. Oh, yeah. It's blue and with the little ruffles. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Davey's outside watching. Whitey doesn't win it. It goes to some guy with a hook hand. And <laughs> a bit I liked here that's actually your Zoom background right now is the cops are looking for Davey. It's like a manhunt. And the there are these deer that, like, are friends with Whitey and, like, are helping Davey. And they form a pyramid to hide Davey from the cops. Like a cheerleader's pyramid. And when the cop sees him... Like, the cop sees it, and his buddy goes, like, find anything? And he's like, eh, just some deer doing a pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, what can you do? Yeah, I like it. I like that you can still see his boots, so the cop just sucked. Yeah, the cop he's fucking sucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you can. Fire I'm- that cop. Fire it. I mean, if I saw a group of deer, if I'm a cop and I see a group of deer doing a pyramid, I would pull out my gun and start firing that shit i was about to say i'm surprised he didn't shoot them like he just goes "Ah, ah." (laughs) oh man anyway davy goes in uh well whitey and his sister leave in tears and davy crashes the banquet and makes this passionate case for why whitey deserves the patch and he has tears in his eyes yeah jennifer's like finally and i'm like wow that that's great that's actually really good yeah that was good like it's the kind of opposite because the past couple of um, Sandler movies like Big Daddy, uh, Little Nicky, and Mr. Deeds like kind of lose me in the third act. I feel like the third act of this movie just about saves it. Yeah. Like the last third of this movie is really fucking solid. Uh, and they sing the song uh, Bum Bitty. Yeah. Which is all of um, Davy sings about how uh, you know, Davey talk, sings about, gives a testimonial about how he was a piece of shit and Whitey tried to help him and he just pushed him away and he feels bad. And then a couple of the other people in the town, you know, sing like, ah, oh, we were pieces of shit to him too. Oh man, we, 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 we've done a bad thing. I don't even know how to describe this song <laughs> because, okay. The cop in the middle of the start songs starts singing, you know, Bombiddy. And like does this dance. And the animation is so fluid, I found it disturbing. 
Yeah, it did look really <laughs> weird. <laughs> like, that looks like it was mocap. I don't know. <laughs> I thought about, I didn't have enough time, but like, I thought about trying to learn to dance and make it like a TikTok trend or something. No, but I really, I think this is the strongest song. This is the one that's been stuck in my head. Okay. Just that chorus part. And I do think it's funny. <laughs> um, and what is like, what was pretty heavily marketed, I think, as an Adam Sandler animated Christmas movie. You know, Adam Sandler holiday season, baby. And it, the, the climax of it is... You know, like it feels very fiddler on the roof. And I, I like it's just so funny to me that like in what he sold as a Christmas movie, he ends it with like a fiddler on the roof homage. And then um all the townspeople surprise Whitey and give him all their badges. And he has a seizure and the movie ends. <laughs> yeah, the movie ends. That's what are your thoughts? Eight crazy nights. Um, I wish it was better. Because I really like the last like twenty or so minutes, like I, but I just like on paper it's a really good idea. I just, you know, I, I just wish it was better. Yeah, I, I liked it. I think it's good. I just, no, no, no. I think it's bad, but I, no, fuck. <laughs> like it's not a bad movie. It's not as bad as the internet was saying it is. No, God, no. But it's not as good as I wish it was. Cause yeah. you're right. Like the whole movie just screams like potential. This could have, be a really good movie. Yeah. Well, it's, and uh, with the Netflix money, he should just remake this movie. Eight crazier nights, eight crazier nights, eight insane nights. Ooh. Yeah. Or just Adam Sandler's whitey and Davy release the Sandler cut. Yes. Release the Sandler cut. Um, I don't know. This is a weird movie. I liked it. Why did Adam Sandler make it? Who the fuck knows? He probably <laughs> was tired of all the Christmas movies as a kid, and he was like, you know what? I'm going to make a Hanukkah movie. That <laughs> yeah, has to be There's, crazy. like, no real um, mainstream Hanukkah movies. This is, like, still, like, the only one. And nobody and, likes it. you know, it. despite it being a bomb and, like, being critically torn apart, uh, it's kind of, you know, it kind of has a cult following, you know? Pure aesthetics, this is a Christmas movie. Yes. But I feel like the Hanukkah stuff is like in the storyline. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it without trying to, you know, talk about a culture I know nothing about. So I just want Exactly. Uh, I, we've been recording for a really long time. So final thoughts on Eight Crazy Nights. Final thoughts, Eight Crazy Nights, not that bad, not that good. Good way to put it. And then, so what... What animated does he make after this? Is is Hotel oh, Transylvania, right? Yeah, but that's not until 2012. Because that's the only other animated he's in. Yeah, and there's a Which, lot of interesting history uh, with that one. We'll talk in my about opinion, fucking slaps, but we'll get oh, to yeah. that later. Yeah. <laughs> Hotel Transylvania fucking slaps. but I'm pretty sure I saw... We're not talking two. about Hotel Transylvania until, like, September. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw the first two in theaters. Mm. They slap... Um, oh, okay. Oh, we're this talking is, about eight crazy nights. Yeah, right? this is what this is what I, before we get before we start to really wrap up. This is what I wanted to pitch to you because, like, I after I watched eight crazy nights, like I woke up like with a start because I had this idea. It's so it would be so much work to do something that's just purely ironic in the midst of this crisis, you know, in a pandemic. Um, one thing 
uh, we might have to make peace with is that our school in Chicago might be online again next semester. Yeah. Which sucks, but like, you know, full context, if like I go through, if we, if I get through this entire coronavirus thing and the worst thing that happens to me is I have to do editing homework from home, you know, I'll be one of the luckiest people. Like, anyway, we have to make peace with the fact that we might be in Indiana until the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So how do, and our kind of end game we always joked about with this podcast was we wanted to do a screening of uncut gems at the music box and do a live recording of an episode. I don't think our audience count's going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Plus we might not even be in Chicago. So that begs a question. <laughs> how can we creative, find a creative outlet here in Brownsburg while also paying tribute to Adam Sandler himself. And I would like to point out two things. One, I've made a couple references to Eight Crazy Nights being a musical. And two, uh, I think you know this. I don't know if I've ever mentioned on this show. All throughout high school, I was heavily involved with both the theater program at the high school and some community theater um, in Brownsburg. So what I'm suggesting is at the end of the year, we should do a staged production of Eight Crazy Nights. Can I be Whitey? Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm in. <laughs> I was actually going to, uh, you were, I've already casted it. Uh, you were going to be the Chinese restaurant waiter. Okay, never mind. I want to be <laughs> yeah. um, Anyway. <laughs> anyway, if that's, if that's possible, I'm so down to do that. <laughs> I mean, there's precedent for it. Like we talked about, there's a wedding singer musical. Like, and we could say, like, here's how we pitch it. Here's how we sell it. We say we're going to do this, Adam Sandler, but it's going to be for charity. Do you really want to shut us down? Do you really want to send us a cease and desist? The uh, we could do it for the um, the knowledge of Holocaust fund, whatever it's called. Oh, the thing yeah, Nathan exactly. Fielder does. Oh, I know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. That's why we need to do it. Yeah. And plus it'll be down around the holiday season. So there's like dozens of sort of charities we could. But like, yeah, you know, it's for a good cause. And even if there is a cease and desist, we could call it um a little over a week of wacky nights. We could call it a parody. It's a parody, yeah. It's a parody. Parody. <laughs> and we just law. performed the script. And that, that's the thing. We talk about how there's so much potential. This allows us, we can change it. We can edit the script. We can bring A Crazy Nights to its full potential. Hell yeah. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Please tell me you're playing Davey. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. If not Davey, the guy with a hook for a hand. And... Um, let's see, looking up at when that next week is anger management with Astus co-starring Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson. I've never excited. seen this movie. Me either. I am I'm very excited. excited. And then the week after that, she's back, Moises. 51st dates. Yeah. Drew's back. I own the DVD, so you I'm do? gonna yes. epic. That's epic. Uh, and we're gonna as we start to exit Sandman. We're going to wrap up, as we always do, with non-Sandler media recommendations. We're just going to recommend something. It just cannot have Adam Sandler in it. 
Another guy who's similar to Adam in Hollywood, in my opinion, who I will always defend, just like I defend Adam Sandler because I love him. I think he makes amazing movies. Um, I defend this man because I love his movies as well. I recently watched M. Night Shyamalan's (laughs) The Village. And holy fuck, how do people hate him? This movie is damn near perfect, in my opinion. I love this movie so much. You should go watch it. It's a solid thriller. Uh, You could call it a horror, maybe, if you want. It's a solid thriller. It's great. Joaquin kills it. Everyone kills it. Joaquin kills it. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard kills it. (laughs) Adrian Brody kills it. Jesse Eisenberg's in it. He doesn't he kill it, but he's in it. <laughs> uh, he's like barely in it. But um, go watch it. I love M. Night Shyamalan. This week, I'll recommend on the Netflix original Ozark with Jason Bateman. Uh, I started watching it with my family, which is a very white sentence somehow. I don't know. <laughs> you know, ever since it feels like there's a lot of Breaking Bad ripoffs of like, you know, like mild mannered man gets drawn into violent world of crime. And this feels like the only like successor to Breaking Bad that's not trying to shamelessly rip it off. And uh, yeah, I think it's it's just a solid show. I recommend it. And do you have an. Sandler fact of the week. Yeah. Did we give a true one last week? Well, last week's fact was about how Adam Sandler and Tim Hurley, he wrote Hamlet, which oh, I yes. could have made up because my secretary delivered it to me. Yeah. Hey, no, no, I was. I just said you're, I wasn't calling for you. Okay. Yeah. Take uh, actually, you could call for her. Go ahead. What? Go call ahead. For, okay. Yeah. yeah uh, come in here, please. <laughs> and she's not getting on camera. She's very shy. Oh what you want me? Okay, she's she doesn't want to speak on the mic. She's texting me. Ding. <laughs> you got you turn your notifications off, man. Oh, sorry about we're, that. We're yeah, recording a podcast, man. We've been recording for two hours, and that's the first time my phone's gone. Yeah, you off, got man. you dry, the notifi- bro. <laughs> <laughs> notifications are dry. Is it? Um. Oh. Oh wow. Um. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Just uh. Be sure to clock out. Okay. Oh, God. She thinks I'm paying her. I feel so bad. I keep lying and saying that, like, the bank's delaying payments. Okay. Um. Well. Oh, wait. I've been. What? She she texted me before you. What? Yeah. I got That's it right great. here. It says, uh, before Pixar decided to make Coco, they actually thought about making a Jewish movie with Adam Sandler. <laughs> holy shit that would have done so good man adam sandler covering remember me i need that in my life exactly and he has to sing it as whitey (laughs) and then mama coco started to forget her grandpa and he started to fade away in the afterlife (laughs) Uh, well i actually uh the intro music is hold on i'm coming by sam and dave thank you for not doing us and the outro music will be bum bitty from Eight Crazy Nights. Uh, I'm Kellen Greens. That voice is Camacho. Uh, thank you for listening. We will see you next week with Anger Management. Bye.